previously on Have You Seen Fraser Crane? Here's what, Tony. My guess is you probably killed him. I don't know why you're putting this all on me. Everybody knows that Moose's son has been publicly shaming Kelsey for years. Kelsey? What's there to say about a man who destroyed my family? I know he did it. I just haven't been able to pin it on him with certainty. The guy can't be pinned down. I'm Sydney here with my best friend Teddy, and this is Have You Seen Fraser Crane? Yes, I'm Teddy. So far, it's been a disappointing run of not finding Fraser. If we are ever going to find him, we can't keep entertaining loose theories and accusations that Fraser, aka Kelsey Grammer, murders dogs. We need to start cracking down on this case because, well, not finding Fraser isn't an option. So, where to next in our search? I think we need to talk to the people that were closest to Kelsey. They were likely the last people who saw him before he disappeared. Let's start with his ex-wife. Camille Donatacci and Kelsey met on the set of Frasier in 1997 when Camille was cast as an attendee of one of Niles' legendary Halloween parties. She was dressed as the Biblical Eve and Frasier as Geoffrey Chaucer from the Canterbury Tales. It was an instant connection once Kelsey found out that Camille was once a Playboy model. Kelsey, you dog. Camille was born in Newport Beach, California, but grew up in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, to an upper-middle-class family. Ah, a fellow member of high society. I'll know just how to handle her. Refuse her hospitality, and then lay on the blame. Oh, she'll crack. She will crack. Looks like she's educated, too. She studied at Montclair State College, later at NYU, and then at UCLA's School of Theater, Film, and Television. She's a dancer, ex-pornographic film star, and semi-regular on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So what we have in our hands here is a performer and an educated one at that. Let's not forget what performers are capable of. After watching all ten seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week, for research, oh, I know exactly what she's capable of. Dancing pretty good, and using every time she hears the word dad as an opportunity to publicly request child support from Kelsey. This one's gonna be tough for me, Sid. Do me a favor. Keep me in line. I can't let my emotions get the best of me. Not when we have a potential lead. Of course. What happens if she refuses to talk to us, though? Based on the way she thinks about Kelsey, I mean, we're Frasier fans. Teddy Mellencamp Arayave said the best part about Camille's wedding was leaving it, and even after that scorching burn, Camille would still rather spend her confessional time blaming Kelsey for her dyslexia. Oh yeah, I think she'll talk. Yo, girls, come on in. Oh my god, hi. Uh, hello. That means so much that you would say that. Come on in, please. You don't want to know who we are? Or how we got through security? Just your average well-planned operation that began and ended with a little flash of torso because you can always count on a perverted security guard. How fun. Honestly, I could use a friend. And look at that. Just what I ordered. Two delivered right to my doorstep. Between the three of us girls, my last reunion didn't go so well. So I was thinking it was about time to diversify anyway. And look... Two young, white women. You're perfect. <laughs> oh, no, no. Those street rubbers, which is what I call sneakers, won't do. Besides, 
Women shouldn't be seen in public without foot lifts, which is what I call heels. Here, I'm sure you can squeeze your feet into these. Now we'll match. Come, sit. Can I ask my staff to get you girls anything? Tea, coffee, or are we feeling a little naughty this morning? You're right. Fuck it all. Let's do it. Let's all have sex on the beach like a tight-knit group of girlfriends. Excuse me? I'm already spoken for, so I will have to politely decline. Okay. Something harder then? I like it. I got everything. Oh, cocktails. Yeah, let's friggin' do it. Sid, no! What did I say? Refuse her hospitality and then blame, blame, blame! <laughs> we appreciate the offer, but we will have to refuse your hospitality. Oh, Boo. We're actually here for a very important reason. Oh? We were hoping to ask you a few questions about your ex-husband, Kelsey. You dare mention that name to me? That name shall never be spoken in this, my house. Okay, no problem. Whatever you want. <laughs> ex-husband works. Thanks for understanding. It's just this weird hang-up I have. Sends me into a tailspin when I hear it. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so, as you may know, your ex-husband is missing. I know that. How do you know that? Well, Fraser ended 15 years ago. I knew this was going to happen eventually, and of course it's a couple of Fraser fans who'd finally figure it out. Why doesn't anybody else know about this? You didn't contact the police? Alert the public? Your ex-husband went missing and you didn't tell anyone? I just... hate... drama. Why would I invite more drama into my life? I have enough drama in my life, thank you very much. This is Hollywood's greatest actor we're talking about, who seemingly vanished into thin air. You must know the toll it's taken on American society. I suppose you think I'm a bad ex-wife. Everyone thinks I'm this monster. I'm a really good person. I am. I swear on my ex-husband's life. Camille, nobody thinks you're a monster. How could we? Monsters aren't real. This is about Fraser, a real person? A real person who was missing? We need you to tell us any information you have about where he might be. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know much. We were in a bad place before he disappeared, so I wasn't really around him that much anyway. I didn't even realize he was actually missing for, like, a while. And by that time... A while? How long are we talking here? Uh... A couple of days? No. A week? <laughs> Just over a week? Six years. <coughs> uh, uh, six years? Hey, where did you get that? You said we weren't allowed to have drinks. I didn't choose to be a victim. It just happened. You can see that man's star power from space. With that kind of charisma, you can feel his presence within a 50-mile radius. You didn't notice he was missing for six years? How did you not notice he was missing for six years? We were in a bad place, like I just said. Plus, my alimony was still coming in. There was no reason for me to think he was missing. You don't deserve a man like Fraser. Pardon? Teddy. I, I didn't say anything. You thought I did, but I didn't. You jumped it. You're the crazy one. Sorry, Camille. Alcohol makes her say things she doesn't mean. Teddy, I know that's not true. This is just me keeping you in line. I've been camping with Denise Richards. I know exactly how alcohol can dispose of a sense of manners. 
So how did you realize he was missing then? What's that? I said, when did you realize your ex-husband was actually missing? Oh, we don't need to get into any of that now, do we? Camille, there's a man out there missing. A big, strapping, aged like fine wine that you would never- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Whatever stops this talk of my ex-husband is some sort of sex symbol. I can't stand it because let me assure you, he's nothing to aspire to in the bedroom. (sighs) Fine. We stop, you talk. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I was home. Alone. I'm sure you know where I'm going with this, so of course there's no need to continue. I assure you, we don't. Fine. I was home, alone, and feeling lonely, and well, I wanted a little attention. Oh, you were horny and called your ex-husband for a little... We get it. Continue. Well, when I called, the line was disconnected. It said the number didn't exist anymore. It never existed. I thought that was pretty weird. So I called their mediator to figure out what was going on, and they hung up on me. I called back and didn't get an answer. Eventually, that number got disconnected, too. Anyways, I was really horny, so I didn't stop there. I called his bodyguard, his family doctor, even his real-life father figure, John Mahoney. Nobody had seen him in years. Kelsey had daddy issues, too? Wow. I can feel our bond growing stronger by the day. How does he know this John Mahoney? From the show. He played his dad on the show. You talked to Martin? How's the hip? Did it ever heal up? His hip? I think his hip is fine. Yes! That's awesome. Eleven years of physiotherapy is nothing compared to what some other people have to go through. He got off easy. Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, you must be kidding. I can take a joke. We're going to be friends forever. Yeah. Oh. No, you must have thought that we thought the show was real. No, 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 no. Oh my god, no. We figured it out. Right. Anyways, I called John. Camille. If I'm taking this all incorrectly, and I pray that I am, I'm placing your ex-husband's disappearance shortly after your separation. And now that I've pieced that together, I'm thinking that's a pretty suspicious timeline. I'm starting to think you're hiding something. I thought we were friends, but now you're coming out of nowhere with these accusations? It's ridiculous. He drove himself crazy. I had nothing to do with it. Drove himself crazy? What are you talking about? You're the crazy one. Me? That... I won't even say it. No. You know what? I will say it. He completely lost his mind. That's why things were bad between us. He was spiraling. I couldn't take his babbling on about whatever the hell he got himself into. Babbling? You sure it wasn't just your obvious jealousy bubbling to the surface? There was only room for one of you under the spotlight. Hollywood yelling, move aside at every photo call? How dare you? I am a star. I am. How else do you explain getting to play myself in that 90210 reboot? Everybody was going out for that role, but it was me that got it. Me. Hey, Teddy, maybe we should take it easy on her. We're all friends, right? A friend wouldn't organize, or was it pay someone else off to organize, the disappearance of a man who is the key to a long-awaited TV renaissance and Sydney's sexual convocation. Is that how you did it, Camille? Did you pay someone off to do it for you? No, of course not. What happened, Camille? I can't tell you. It's so embarrassing. Tell you what. What if I slept over? We can have a girls' night. Just the two of us. 
but general admission for a night of gossip and charcuterie boards, it's going to cost you a little information. Fine. I will tell you. It's just, my ex started to get mixed up with some bad people. Well, not people. Person. Not even person. Camille, if your ex-husband was involved with the mob, tell us now. I'm not about to get mixed up with some shady Italians. It's worse. I'll just come out with it. My ex came upon this obsession with death. With everything that happened with his family, you know, the tragedies. I guess it finally caught up to him. It came out of nowhere. You're stalling. Get to this bad person. My ex didn't only become obsessed with death. He became obsessed with the occult. Reaching the other side, black magic, I guess you'd say. I came home one day and found him on the lawn, summoning spirits on a witchy board. Fully nude. I tried to rush him back into the house in a Gucci robe. A Gucci sighting is the only surefire way to distract the neighbors. I was so upset. I asked him what the hell was wrong with him, and he just turned to me with, I swear to God, with black eyes. And you know what he said to me? He said, Alex doesn't think it's a good idea if we talk anymore. This is the bad guy? Hmm. He was my ex-husband's best friend. He's a ghost. You said ghost now? I know it sounds crazy. Come on, Camille. Monsters aren't real and neither are ghosts. Stop yanking our chain. If ghosts aren't real, then how do you explain whatever, or should I say whoever, possessed Kelsey to say those terrible, hurtful things about my dyslexia? Here we go again. He was awful to me. Should I be made to feel smaller than I already am just because I can't read good? Let's just for a second say ghosts are real. Why would your ex be talking to a ghost? I guess Alex gave my ex some comfort with whatever he was going through at the time. Whatever stuff he couldn't talk to me about. Their relationship always just felt creepy to me, and not just because of the ghost thing. How then? They spent all their time together. My ex was obsessed. He barely had any time for his children, let alone me, and Alex kept encouraging it. It was sick. We had our own issues, sure. I should let you know my ex was a very bad kisser. Anyways, whatever spell Alex put on my ex sealed the coffin on our divorce. That I can say for sure. Ghosts. The greatest mind in acting. Losing his mind? Seems like a well-thought-out fantasy, Camille. But I don't know if I buy it. You don't believe me? Of course you don't believe me. No one ever believes me. Why would we believe you? You've dedicated your TV career to being fake nice to Dorit and saying Lisa Vanderpump has bad breath behind her back. Who's to say you're not being fake nice to us and then turning around and telling everybody Sydney's gum line is receding? Camille, I told you that in confidence. You know my reputation is on the line. Forget it. The slumber party is off. What? No, I just ordered the piñata. Plus, you're making it seem like all this is your ex's fault. That man treated me to a main course of scorn, it's true, but I've never told a single lie about Kelsey. Oh yeah? What about that time you told reporters that Kelsey accused you of smelling like beef jerky? Like I said, I've never told a lie about Kelsey, but I think we all know who put the bug in his ear on that one. I'm talking about Alex. It's not true, by the way. Here's what, Camille. I think I've watched enough Frasier to confidently go out on a limb and psychoanalyze this. This isn't about ghosts. Or your ex going crazy. You miss him. That's why you called him that night to get some. It's time to let the story go about Alex and some obsession with the occult. This isn't about you. It's about finding Kelsey and bringing him back to TV where he belongs. Now, what No! 
It's not like that. I'm telling you the truth. I want him back on TV too, if only for a chance to reprise my role as a party goer. I can't get my walk-on role career going again without- What did you just say? What? About my return to acting? Absolutely not. The other thing? You sure it wasn't about my return to acting? Uh, quite. You said you want your ex back on TV? Sid, she's telling the truth. Yes, of course I'm telling the truth. That's what I've been saying. Oh no. But that means your ex-husband really has lost his mind? He isn't missing? He's just crazy? A lost mind could be anywhere. I don't know where he is. But since we're very close friends now, the last time I saw him, you know, that time he had his whole penis out, among other things, I don't know what happened to him after that, but I can tell you this, though. When we finalized our divorce in 2011, he gave me everything I asked for and more. The house, his entire savings, even his Broadway wig collection. He gave you everything? No, almost everything. There was only one thing he made sure he got. Some storage container out in Burbank. Isn't that weird? I don't know. You tell us. You were married to him. Okay, fine. I will. After a tumultuous, sexless marriage over 13 years, all he wants is a storage container? No, I married a man of luxury. That decision wasn't made by my ex-husband. You think it was Alex? The ghost? If he's not responsible, then he sure as hell knows something. Camille said she wanted Fraser back on the air, which means we're going to take her ghost theory seriously. She's painted this Alex guy as a pretty bad ghost. I think it's time we find out for ourselves. No, I think this goes there. Yeah, yeah, like that. Okay, let's put our fingers on it. Say it. No, you say it. I'm scared. Is this even safe? What if his evil little spirit gets trapped in our world forever and he kills us or, like, possesses us or something? I don't want this to turn into a parody of The Exorcist. Dry mouth and barf all over my nightgown? No, thank you. You wouldn't barf on yourself for Fraser? Wow. Here, give it to me. No, no, I, I, I didn't mean it like that. I, I didn't. I swear. Spirit, oh spirit, we call upon you. Alex, are you there? It's us, Teddy and Sydney. It's Fraser's biggest fans. Well, I don't know if that's true for her anymore, but I'm still good for it. Hey, come on. You know I didn't mean it. I'll throw up on myself right now, all over myself. I'll do it. I will. <coughs> I want to throw up, I swear. It's just that my stupid gag reflex has been useless ever since those couple months sleeping in an Abercrombie and Fitch after hours. You can redeem your loyalty later. We've got a ghost to summon. Spirit, oh spirit, are you there? Spirit, oh spirit, are you... It's moving. Yes. What is your name? A... L-E-X. Are you here in this room with us? I'm behind you. What's that? <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Don't worry. I'm not one of those ghosts. Holy shit. You're real. You're really real. 
Teddy, look, I did it. I barfed on myself. For Fraser. You've redeemed yourself. Well done. Yes. Shit. Just look at me. <laughs> Pretty ghoulish with the white sheet. I, I, I get it. You look just like one of those Scooby Doo ghosts. That's so crazy that you just brought that up. I actually worked as like a, a, a consultant or whatever uh, with, with the people who draw the characters in that for the show. After I saw Patrick Swayze's shitty pottery skills and Slimer's honestly racist performance, yeah, I thought to myself, somebody's got to do something and give us ghosts a little dignity, you know? <laughs> Anyways, uh, you summoned me? Uh, I guess we should probably introduce ourselves. I'm Teddy, and this is Sydney. Hello. We're Fraser's biggest fans. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, I'm Alex, but I guess you already knew that. You are the Alex who's best friends with Kelsey Grammer, right? <laughs> oh, you mean the K-Man. Yeah. yeah but uh, I, I haven't seen him in a while. So I guess that means you know he's missing then. Well, I guess I do now. Yeah, to be honest, I, I thought he went off to New York you know, for another one of those homoerotic takes on Shakespeare and was just... Deep in rehearsal. But obviously Kelsey doesn't do the same sort of project twice, so I guess that's on me. We were hoping to ask you a few questions about Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, I'm contractually at your mercy. According to Hasbro Terms and Conditions, it's a playful kind of slavery. It's fine. Do you remember the last time you saw him? Sure. K-Pax took me on his catamaran. It was great. Yeah, but I could tell my guy was upset. He and his ex-wife were going through a hard time. We actually talked to Camille. Uh, we you understand to that... Camille? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet she filled your heads with all kinds of bullshit about me. <laughs> we're not at liberty to discuss whether she did or she didn't, given this is an ongoing investigation and all. But yeah, she had a few things to say about how you were a bad ghost and how you're probably responsible for Kelsey's disappearance. Uh, that's actually why we're here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I ever did to her. She, she's such a bitch. <clears throat> um, Camille maybe mentioned that you two didn't get along. We'd love to hear your side of it. She's probably reaching climax as we speak, just thinking about all the stuff she said. Framing me, making it look like I'm to blame for all this. She thinks Kyle Richards is her friend? She's insane. Insane? But she wants Frasier back on TV. You're telling me that if someone spent all their time on the TV show they're on talking shit about your best friend, you wouldn't feel the same? If somebody slandered Teddy's name, there would be no question. I would break into that person's house, leaving fudge after fudge in each room of their house. And if the guy had a family, I'd make them watch me take each and every one of those fudges. The family part is optional. It's only if the guy has a family that they'd have to watch. Then I'd kill the guy. If he had a family, I'd make sure they were there, crying on their knees, cleaning up the fudge, thinking about the guy they just knew who died. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Hey, I'd do the same for you. <laughs> really? Okay, well, sounds like you get what I'm saying then. Camille probably made the whole thing sound weirder than it is. Killa Kay was just a little curious about the dark arts. It was no big deal. I'm still so confused why Kelsey would be curious about death, though. I mean, he was on top of the world in 2004. I get that he had family stuff, 
but according to my fan intuition, he should have felt invincible. Why didn't he feel invincible? Camille probably had a lot to do with that. If I were you, I'd be spending my time following that lead. Camille? Really? You think she's capable of orchestrating all this? <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like I said, Camille, she fucking sucks. She's awful. And, and then King Kel starts researching death. I mean, you do the math. One time, he even told me that he needed to be prepared for the worst case scenario. I mean, if that's not proof, like, come on. If anything happened to him? That's what he said. He said that? Yeah, that's what he said. Like, if Camille happened to him? I mean, I know she's known for her dark side, but that woman is 5'5", five five with what seems like hollow bones based on her personality. You really think she'd have what it takes to get rid of a man like Fraser? The New York Times once called him likely to survive. Look, I don't know why Baby K first summoned me, but people don't usually pick up a Ouija board for the first time because they're having fun at a party. Yeah, there were loads of times I, I was summoned to the sight of him super sad and crying in that. That's what the board is there for. Poor baby K. Whatever it was, not even my ghost tricks would cheer him up. Ghost tricks? Yeah, walking through walls, standing on the ceiling, possessing grandmas to make them do some pretty funny stuff. <laughs> Camille seems to think it's possible he orchestrated this whole thing on his own. He's gone because he went crazy. What do you think? Well, it wouldn't be like me to go around accusing people of things. I don't know what happened. But Kelso's disappearance is 100% Camille's fault. Whatever's going on with Kels Kels, he hasn't summoned me and I haven't been able to reach him since that day we went sailing. If he's not dead, then something is definitely really wrong. And what if he is dead? Don't go putting that thought in my head. No, I can't go there. Alex, one last thing. Camille mentioned the storage container. It was the only thing that Kelsey asked for in their divorce settlement. Did Kelsey ever talk to you about what was inside? She told you about that? No, I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, Dr. K's a private guy. If he had a storage container, then he probably didn't want people knowing what was in it. I think... It's probably a good idea if we all just respect his privacy. On the next episode of Have You Seen Fraser Crane. So what? Does this mean Camilla's missing now too? Whoa. Has anyone ever told you that you look exactly like Niles? Uh-oh. I've been found out. Yes, it's me, David Hyde Pierce. Fraser! We found you. Come here, boy. Oh, my God. But seriously, if you have any leads, theories, or Fraser stories, lay them on us. Please call our very real hotline and leave a message so we can let Fraser know his lesser fans miss him too. But also, so we can figure out where he is because, well, we'd like to know as soon as possible. Please. Call us at one 833 salad That's one 1- 833-TSD-SALD. One more time. That's 1-833-873-7253.
This series is co-hosted by Teddy Ivanova and Sydney Boniface and is produced by Carly McPhee, Matt Rubio, and me, Sydney Boniface. Music and audio production by Nick DiGitano. Voices for this episode were provided by Teddy Ivanova as Camille Grammer and Nicholas Arnold as Alex. Have you seen Fraser Crane concept developed by Sydney Boniface and Lauren Andrews and episodes written by Sydney Boniface? I'm listening.